0: Holy Puck, your number one source of fucking news, views, and abuse. It seems to be part of the course for the fucking Habs these days. I, I will definitely take all your advice on Spark Vibes.
1: You're a piece of shit.
0: Uh, it's good, wholesome fun. Vibes are out. Good vibes are out. Holy Puck.
1: Old fans longing for a return to the glory days. I so cut, aggressive. And then there's young fans so who don't aggressive. know what a glory day is. Shame! Braden's
0: It was such a one-sided fight. It was
1: brutal. That's top-notch comedy. If you don't appreciate that, you can fuck off.
0: Boys. So here it is. Episode 13 of Holy Puck, the best and single source of news, views, and abuse around the NHL. That's, I'm Cam. This is John. That's very <laughs> boastful. Why not? I'm John. This is Cam. How you doing, man? I'm... Real pumped up after how boastful that was. Oh, how about that trade deadline? Tell me more.
1: Well, some people are looking at it and they're like, oh, you know, it's a bit of a letdown. But to those people, I say...
0: I feel like it only sucks if you're a Canucks fan.
1: You don't know a lot about hockey because there's a lot of pretty important moves in that trade deadline. And if you paid attention and you you read between the lines and you maybe follow, you know, on a bigger picture type of level as we do, because we're big picture guys, um, it all makes sense.
0: Yes, What was course. that? What was that? Ah! That was a crisp, crisp cause Light, should I say. Of course Give us an endorsement. I know. That's right. We need more of that. Although, so,
1: they are only $40 for a slab at the moment, so we shouldn't really complain. I know,
0: and for our American friends, a slab is what you would call a case. So, you get around that. Slab so, sounds way better, by the way. Heaps better. It's something you can fling over your shoulder and, you know, attack dust honeys with. <laughs> <laughs> We're off to a flyer. 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 Anyway, so this week... Um, it was obviously This is our trade deadline show This is a big one for us Because big show. This is potentially The best time of year for us Oh You know
1: when Christmas comes around And there's the whole You know It's the most wonderful no, time no, trade This deadline. is the most wonderful trade time deadline. of the year
0: <laughs> it's Every year we talk about this yeah. And it's like no, no, trade deadline is the time that is the best time. So let's roll straight into it. Let's, I well, want to get through...
1: Just real quick, though. We're ooh, not going to give a lot of our regular segments a spin because we're just focusing on... Trade deadline. This. There's going to be a few little spins. A few other things, but... Not, not as many gonna, spins.
0: Mainly, we're going to rip through everything yeah. and then get to the trade deadline stuff. And then, hopefully, and
1: I, yeah. our views
0: will be more than enough.
1: And I, I worked out what it is that we're doing in the trade deadline. We're dissecting all of it and disrespecting the shit out of some of it.
0: I can back that. As a Caps fan, I had a lovely time. You
1: probably had a nice time as a Caps fan. As a Bruins fan, I had a confusing
0: time. If you're a Devils fan, you had an even more confusing time. (laughs) Well,
1: (laughs) only if you're a deluded Devils fan that thought you were going to be anything other than a seller.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, anyway,
1: though, we should jump into a couple of quick, but no less important, burning issues. (laughs) Yes,
0: so Columbus... we got around to re-signing our resident mad dog, Boone Jenner.
1: Who's mad dog? Our mad dog.
0: How, what, what was that name again? Boo Jenner, we love Boon. We've Jenner. been all over him for a while now. Yeah, so they gave him that 5.8 million dollar deal, which gives <sighs> him around what's that? Three ish per year. So it's two two, po- and a two bit. point nine a year. Yeah, well, no, it's two, two two
1: point nine a year before taxes and agency fees. Don't
0: they? No, no, they didn't split it in half though. They gave him more in one year and less in the other. Yeah, but I'm
1: just working on like the subtraction of agency fees, state taxes, things like that. Oh. Columbus
0: have state taxes They
1: do Only two states Don't have state taxes Texas and Florida Yeah Yeah what's up Barry the Financial Times Go fuck yourself
0: Wow (laughs) It's surprising With that haircut I have to say (laughs) Yeah true
1: (laughs) Hey um Do you know what pisses me off About this deal though Tell me more They gave him one of those Two year bridging deals I don't like bridging deals For players who are like
0: Cornerstone players This is all too familiar For the Columbus Blue Jackets They've done this To another superstar Has this happened before It has I Was feel his like name this is all news that we've been before. We've, we've <laughs> covered this before. Was his name Ryan Johansson? Now you know I'm high on Ryjo. Hang on, where's he now? Is he at Columbus still? No, no, he left. Oh no, that's right. He because left.
1: management gave him a shitty bridging deal and, and he, he felt <laughs> disrespected, and basically made his way out of Columbus.
0: Sidebar: Who are the te- two teams that give the most bridging deals that make the news?
1: Montreal and Columbus.
0: And where do all their players go?
1: Not Montreal and <laughs> Columbus. <laughs>
0: If there's only two clubs That always do it Oh we'll give you two years Fuck off Now look
1: I'm not going to say That Boone is going to have The same kind of temper tantrum That and Ryan then, Johansson had Because yeah. I, I don't think he will He strikes no. me He's more of a character guy Than that And there's a good chance He could stay But when you've poked The bear once right And you've been burned Don't poke it again With he's your next Butting superstar room. He knows Straight like straight up, he had, he had an injury-riddled year, and he's had some injuries, right? Yeah. But he has demonstrated on the ice and off the ice that he's the right fit for that team. Absolutely. I would have sucked it up and given him a longer deal. I do not think that was a cool move.
0: I reckon three years would have been more appropriate.
1: I was going to say four at four. Yeah. Because Jonas Broden, the uh, young Minnesota D-man, got a four at four. Here. Yeah.
0: Similar I think age, Jenner.
1: similar, you know, what he's bringing to the team. I think Boone
0: Jenner fits that profile.
1: I think Boone Jenner fits any profile with that fits name. Fits my profile. You can do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, you can. Yeah, but I don't back at Columbus. And oh, you guys need to look at yourselves. Take a long, hard look at yourself. So yeah. Go have a cold shower. Yeah Play with yourself a little I'm picturing Have a beer And I'm, think I'm about that what you're doing with your Ace life I'm picturing that Ventura When he's like oh, Setting his on, the on fire Yeah yeah, yeah. Exactly yeah. So
0: let me kick this one off by saying Steve Yeiserman Definitely has balls of steel He's got the fattest pair of cojones He has basically said Fuck you I don't care what you're doing I'll trade you when I want to Do you know Not when you ask yeah. <laughs> He's You know what? I'm the GM I'm no, the boss no, he, He's the Walter White of GMS. He says, "I see,
1: I see you. I see your ego, and, and I you. see your superstar status and salary expectations. And fuck you, you don't tell me how to run my business." That's
0: right. So he's he's basically he's. He's like the bully that like tackles the kid off the bus and then flushes their head on the, in the toilet. He's like, fuck you, man. I can nah, do
1: No, I was going to say he's the anti-bully. Ah, he's like the this. kid that when there's a kid bullying another kid on he camera, he punches on with that he kid. He fucking punches on with that kid. Because you know what? We put our athletes on a pedestal mm. and we tell them they can do whatever they want and they're untouchable and they're worth so-and-so. And he sits there and goes, you know what? Ultimately, this is a business. And like any business, this is what we have available to pay you for your role. You can act like an adult and work with this in and an adult it. manner. Not necessarily accept it but not be a douche canoe about it. Mm. Or you can carry on like a fuckhead and go and find another job. And get sent to the miners
0: and then. You know,
1: Sub Jonathan Druin. With know. every day you're not playing hockey, well, you are more of a dickhead.
0: You know what? I back that analogy and here's why. So he both, was around we're both
1: eager young professionals that have real world experience. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: That and so yeah. he was there yeah. during, you yeah. know, the Lidstrom saga. So he obviously mm. he's obviously seen it all before, and he's like, "I've seen this card played before. Fuck you! I'm gonna hold my ground." So he knows what's up. He saw it happen. So he's like, "You know what? I'm not sticking around for this. Fuck you, buddy. I'm digging my heels in." And now he's done the old extend the olive branch back. I'll come back and play with this, Jonathan. No worries, man. It's come fine. to the
1: miners. I might give you a couple of shifts, pal. Yeah, maybe. But you, do know? you know, do you know what else I really like about this? There's two other little points to this. Tell me more. It's not just about Jonathan Drew and this sets precedent. So maybe Tyler Johnson's thinking about being a little bit braddish, come negotiations. Probably <laughs> no. not going to do that now. No, Collon, no. Palat, probably going to behave in a little more of a professional manner. Other point to this, which I really dig. Let's not forget there was the Stadium Series game, um, a, you know, a few days ago between yeah. the Wings and the Abs. And as all of this was unfolding. Eisenman scored like a red-hot classic goal on your mate, Patrick Roy, <laughs> and he did, had his little leg kick going and everything, and I saw that photo, and I saw a photo of Stevie now, and I'm like, you're the same man. You're, you're an Iron Man. Yeah, Stevie, take no shit.
0: Nah, I, I love it. I just love the whole story, to be honest. I, I love any GM that's like, fuck you, I'll do what I want.
1: Yeah, it's, it's actually rad.
0: You know what? We, we focus a lot on the GMs in this show and And
1: usually in a negative manner?
0: No, but but like I think in this show I think we've 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 really picked out some of the best points and we've really pulled out a lot of their personalities. And you know what? I think at this time of year the GMs are in the spotlight a lot more than they, you know, are in general. And I think you get to see their real personality and how they deal with stress situations. I really like it. You get to see how the front office deals with it. It's do, you know, cool.
1: do you know how else we pick those things out? We're really clever.
0: Heap smarter than everyone else. Very clever. Hey, next point, though. Tell me
1: more. Carl um, Churis has been shut down indefinitely so yes. the rest of the season because the Sens aren't making the playoffs due to his high ankle sprain. Yes. Fantasy Onus must be filthy. Yeah. Because this has been dragging on for weeks and they still didn't have him on IR. Actually. One he- of the dudes in our league has him, Clint. Hey, Clint, if you're listening, fuck you. Absolutely. And, and he's and- been ruining him for
0: weeks. And you know what's been ruining all fantasy owners at the minute? Anyone who's gone on IR, because they're delaying IR, like putting dudes on IR, and then when they do, like I've got Malkin, he was on day-to-day for like a week and a bit, and then they put him on, and I've got Karls as well, and then he, you know, obviously he's out for for a month, and there's lots of dudes who are just out, like goalies, IR all over the place.
1: It's tough. Here's one for you. Here is one for you. Given the ever-increasing and escalating number of injuries in the wonderful world of professional hockey, yeah. should Yahoo Fantasy reconfigure itself and give us two IR slots for the next season? Ooh. I'm going to write them a strongly worded letter. And you, the good listener, if you agree, join me. You know what? I'm going to start a change petition.
0: Yeah! Just don't email me about it.
1: Yeah, I'll look, I'm not going to save an animal. I don't care about your social causes.
0: Just don't email me about it.
1: Give me, give me a second IR slot in fantasy hockey. You know, real-life shit.
0: Hey. Legit though, the worst thing about change.org is you sign up for one, like, yeah, I back that, and then they email you every fucking second day about something you don't care about.
1: Change.org's constant spam makes me not want to be socially aware. Yeah. Yeah, it, it makes me wish I was a little a little more stupid.
0: Yeah, like a little more socially conscious.
1: Mm, a little less, you mean? Less, yeah. less yeah. yeah.
0: Unconscious, perhaps, is the word I was looking ah, for. Nice. Well done. There you go. So I- the oh saga just rolls on. Jeez,
1: because this isn't getting fucking annoying.
0: Well, you for know, like, kudos to Batman for just going, "Nah, fuck you." We're sticking our heels in, like a kind of like a Eiseman's style, you know. Fuck you. We're just gonna do it, but yeah, you but know we, we don't
1: respect Batman at all, so we're not gonna. No. We're, we're not gonna give him the same level of daps that we're giving Little no, Stevie.
0: <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah, but still, you know, pretty funny. Well, the
1: arbitrator's decision isn't due for another week, um, which means by the time the decision's handed down... He'll be eligible to play. He would have missed 18 of the 20 suspended games anyway. So... so half a million dollars ate any of the games, it's fucked. I'm starting to feel bad for him because the fact that he's still fighting it, he obviously legitimately believes that he was concussed in the hit.
0: Well, he has to maintain that. He, he has to maintain that facade, he's, even if it's not He said it publicly now. Like, it's very obvious that yeah. he didn't do it. He even knows... Like, you can tell from the text message content that he sent. Like, obviously, he... Obviously, something is gone amiss.
1: Hey, well, another another little farewell then, and I say another little farewell because it kind of feels like we are farewell Dennis Whiteman. Um <laughs> Lubomir Visnovsky has retired after fourteen NHL seasons. Yeah, real journeyman. He suited up for the Kings, the Oilers, the Ducks, and the Isles. Racked up eight hundred and eighty three games. So stick tap to, to you, sir. However, your career was pretty much done after Tom Wilson destroyed you your life out. last year. That. Hit <laughs> I had some dudes on Reddit this week saying, oh, you mean that dirty hit? I'm like, look, I guess it was technically a charge. He was looking right at him. It's not like he fucking crept up and hit him from behind.
0: Yeah, he wasn't lurking. He wasn't lurking. He's like, hey, I'm Tom
1: Wilson. I'm really big. You can literally see me coming down the ice. Get out of the
0: fucking way. So I'm going to drop this bomb on you. So Rafi Torres, who's been available to play for the last month, who, you know, is, who is a dickhead Who is a dickhead A giant dickhead Has taken himself out of the running For playing at all this year
1: Oh he's Due to his Medical reasons isn't it Knee injury So uh. he's just had knee
0: surgery So he's been He played three or four games For the Barracuda Because um, where's he landed now Oh Toronto Toronto So yeah. he, he they, The Sharks put him down in the minors To condition him To get him back up And he, then they traded him Obviously mm. He then immediately got injured And he, now he's saying I'm not playing for the rest of the year
1: Let's be honest dude They're not giving him a go
0: Let's done. be honest, he's not playing again. Ever. Like, he'll be retiring next season. And hey, maybe, if he does play next year, yeah. well, you know, we'll, we'll just monitor it closely.
1: Maybe we should get him into the AIHL. He can play for the Sydney Bears or something.
0: And then we can make fun of them endlessly. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> hey,
1: um, the Flyers signed Michael Raffle for another three years. I really back this deal. It's cap-friendly. It's 2.35 mil a season. It's good for Michael. It's good for the team. It's good for everyone. I like deals that are fair. That's a fair deal. Yes, which happy. brings us
0: to the Chris Neal deal. The Sen signed earlier as well, so that, that gives them him one point five mil for the year. Good value for them. They can just you know ride him across for the next year. Props and then his it's last contract. Probably. If not, they'll use him just as a, a kicker on a trade just at the end of his career, just to flip him. I think nice. he
1: wants to retire, a Sen. To I be honest so with too, you. I think
0: so too. But we've seen worse things happen of late.
1: But you know what? That's it for the burning issues because we're edging oh so close to our trade synopsis. Oh, sick. You Let's know have what? some good news though.
0: Yeah. So you want the good news? I don't think you can handle the good news, Cam.
1: You know what? I can always handle the good news. Yeah, you can. I'm a traditionally negative guy, so the good news is what I need.
0: And the good news this week is someone has decided to threaten the Hawks And their insanely PlayStation lineup. <laughs> That's actually the funniest thing you've ever said. The it Chicago could well Play, be. The Chicago <laughs> Playstations. That's the really Chicago, good. It's, it, they have legitimately drafted using a PlayStation. You know what? NHL gonna, 16 has drafted the Blackhawks this year.
1: I'm going to MS paint the shit out of that when I get home. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the good Post news, it on
0: Instagram. I'm sure we'll get three likes.
1: Yeah, I'm into it. Huge. Three likes. But yeah, the Ducks, the Stars, and the Kings <laughs> have all added assets that actually threaten the Hawks out West. Without those moves... Chicago may as well have been handed a ticket to Lord Stanley's Dance. Absolutely. So thank fucking Christ for that.
0: All I can say is, the day that they signed everyone, I was like, well, fuck. And you happened. called me that day. And I you're actually, like, you I called, called me you. twice. And you're like, call me the fuck back. I'm like, what's up, Cam? And you're like, have you did been- you see these trades? What's going on? Yeah,
1: my calls were so frenzied. It was like, have you been in a car accident? Are yeah. you okay?
0: My friend. Do you need some financial assistance? No, no. The Blackhawks just made a bunch of trades. Yeah. Thanks, man. So
1: clearly I was busy that day. Yeah, yeah. Hey, um. but apparently, here's another little one, little tidbit we read too. The Stars were really high on grabbing Dan Hamus from um, the Knucks. Yes. And they offered him the same package that they gave to the Flames to Chris Russell with a higher pick.
0: And the Knucks rejected it. Yeah, the Knucks really blew the whole but, trade thing. But, but Do you, you want to hear what? my
1: thing though? you want to hear why this is good news?
0: Tell me more. Well, I don't like the Canucks. Well, no one does.
1: Nor nor should any self-respecting hockey fan. No. So the reason this is good news is apparently the Knucks GM stopped returning the Dallas phone calls because... Oh, yeah, there's beef. The Vancouver owner, Francesco Aquilini, he axed the deal due to a long-running beef with Stars owner, Tim Gaglardi. Apparently, Tim tried to buy the Knucks in 2004... And the Nux GM, uh, Francesco, dogged the boys, stabbed him in the back, and made a solo bid and won in 2006. So they've had a decade long beef.
0: Yeah. Now, well, I love beef, right? right. We, like, we like beef. I love and, it. And we like it when GMs dog the boys.
1: When GMs dog the boys, it's great. I love those. Why would you do that? When I a, mean, G- when a GM dog the boys. tries to
0: dog the boys, then <laughs> it actually hurts the Vancouver <laughs> Canucks even more. Everyone's having a great time.
1: I do want to give a shout out to Complete Hockey News is a really good news source. They did yes. a ripper job on this story. Um, this is where I got all my so facts from. Not so
0: only is it hilarious, but it's actually factual.
1: Actually factual. So good on you. Thanks for the tip, boys. Um, I just love the Vancouver rebuilding team could have benefited from that draft pick. Failed miserably. And they're so butthurt. They sabotage their own business over a fucking a, a playground squabble.
0: Absolutely. But to summarize, it's good to see someone's going to at least try and stick it to Chicago with that fucking PlayStation slash Xbox slash fantasy lineup.
1: With these moves, Chicago aren't is
0: hurrah, as as we thought they were. That's right. They're not in like a very obviously we're going to win it all. Now they've got some challenge.
1: If I was an opposing coach, I would just get a goon to beat up Patrick Kane. Did I say well, that? Did I say that? We're reco- we had a discussion. Is this practice. live? It is live. Uh, we're, we're, we're still live in Chicago.
0: Of course we are. Fuck! <laughs> so we had a discussion at work the other day that someone should just fucking take, take out Patty Kane in the first five minutes and just you know, they should just pay him an extra two two million off the books. Just call, take him out.
1: Done. Call someone up from the uh from the Minus. Rockford Ice Hogs. Minus. Bang! On a hand, that's the Blackhawks affiliate. And then Whoever done. is playing them is what I meant to say. Just
0: through the old liking goon, the old fucking stick to the back of the neck. Game over, kid. And then not that I'm advocating this at all, but I'm just saying Look, we're not advocating this, but if you were here in this
1: room right now and you could see the amount of like winking and friendly nudging and there's yeah, a little, but, there's a bit of advocation going but, on. But
0: I'm not saying that someone should take out Paddy Kane at all. He's just a little shit. But I'm just saying, if it might be a strategy, if you were to make the playoffs and if you really wanted to beat them, I'm not saying that you would take him out. I'm just saying maybe it might enter your mind at some point. That's yeah, That's when, what I'm saying. when you're
1: having one of your whiteboard sessions, this should definitely be in the playbook somewhere. Maybe.
0: Yeah, like you, maybe the defenseman at the back goes, "Yeah, but what if we just fucking took out his knee or something? Yeah, maybe, maybe spitball a little." Yeah, that's all I'm saying. That's that's all. I'm not trying to say that it's something you definitely want to now do. Don't
1: stress about it, Patty Kane. We're not we're not saying people should do this because I don't want you to stress and then lose any more of that hair. <laughs> wow, <laughs> little jerk. <laughs> hey, right. let's some um, We're gonna knock over a real quick fantasy top ten just because, and we know we're moving away from fantasy because people like us more. Nobody when we're being gives funny. a fuck about
0: fantasy other than us.
1: But. These ten people are all going to be really valuable after the trade deadline, so get around it
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah john,
1: I'm going to read them off and I want to comment
0: oh i'm I'm ready to comment on on the- uh
1: Michael Bodker has gone to the Avalanche. This is really good because he's now on the McKinnon the line,
0: which will mean he will get um p k sorry. Uh, Peter, he will get power play p- um, points, and you'll see his assists climb. He's
1: also a very, very fast skater. I don't know if he's ever had as quick line mates as this.
0: And he could be useful with the old um, shorthanded points.
1: He could be. Patrick Hornquist, Pittsburgh, right wing, had a hat trick yesterday. Technically, that means he's probably going to be hot. I would say stay away from him for two weeks, because he's probably going to stink up the joint for When a
0: Hornquist scores heaps, he immediately cools down. He is a drop him now Pick up anyone else that was traded in the last two days.
1: Also, why are you still dyeing your hair blonde in 2016, dude? Like, is I he, get it. Is he in a boy band? Dookie had a profound influence on all of us. Oh yeah, it's, dude, dude. It's like The Sopranos, man. It's over. <laughs> all right, <laughs> go get a new show.
0: <laughs> yes, it is definitely
1: time to get a new show. <laughs> hey, uh, Ryan Ryan Callahan. Ryan do you know Callahan in the last heating up two weeks, he's had 11 points, 21 shots on goal, 12 hits, and nine blocks. I picked his ass up today, and I'm excited about it.
0: He's not available in heaps of leagues, but he's—he's
1: he's only fifty percent owned. That's right. Yeah, so, so chances
0: are he's probably available. Someone in
1: get into him. Hey, but he's
0: not. There's not heaps. That's what I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah, I see what you say. I agree, John. I agree. Yeah. You hey, do. your boy Dimitri Orlov.
0: Ah, uh, yes, my boy Dimitri Orlov has been substituted in for my man Carlson, Carlson? and he's doing the power play.
1: He's had ten hits, ten blocks, eight shots on goal, two goals, three assists. assists in two weeks. That's right. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty exactly. good. Exactly, he's yeah. killing it. Yeah. Hey, Alex Kalorn, Bolts, yes. center, left wing. It's he was on my
0: considered pickup list this week.
1: No coincidence that the Bolts have found their mojo Absolutely. as has Kalorn. Yes. And Eight so points. He's
0: scoring. I know, he's just doing insane. And he's got the extra little kicker of those supplementary... Uh, 12 hits. Exactly.
1: 13 shots on goal. Yes.
0: 6 pims. Exactly. Huh. So he's doing well. If you need that little kicker on the shots, there he is. Brooks Orpik,
1: another Washington D man, back from injury, finding his feet.
0: Yes. So he scored his first goal in a significant amount of time. The, uh, if you have, if and he looked good doing Brooks, it. Brooks. See, so the only reason why dudes had Brooks Orpik in the first place was because he records a shitload of hits and blocks.
1: Twenty-eight hits in the last two weeks. Yeah, yeah. He just twenty watched. blocks in the last two weeks.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that will only get like higher the more he plays because that's six all points he does. now too. Yeah, yeah. So the points will dry up because he doesn't score, but he gives you those those periphery stats that we've always suggested are incredibly important when you're picking up those dudes, particularly in your streaming spots. yes Like your streaming D men or your streaming winger. Bit Very of a reach. Important.
1: Bit of a reach. Lee Stepniak played his first game as a Bruin today after uh, being obtained from the Devils. Well,
0: Didn't the score. Devils traded away their high scorer.
1: Didn't score. 19 minutes of ice time, and he's been slotted straight into the first line right wing slot alongside really? Bergeron and Marchand.
0: I thought they put him on
1: the second line. No, top line. That's mad. That's mad. So grab him, because he's also a flex
0: lefty righty. He is. That's fucking good news, actually.
1: Do you know who's red hot? I'm fucking so high on this kid, and I want to get his name right. Andreas... Athanasu, the rookie Detroit Center scored a pair yesterday. Wow. Eleven shots on goal, cheeky eleven face off wins last fortnight, four points.
0: That's good news. God
1: damn red wings and their young all stars just coming out of nowhere.
0: Yeah. They really know how to draft well. Um, super annoying.
1: Two more. Matt boleski Boston, left wing. Five goals, 21 shots on goal,
0: 13 hits in a fortnight. It's the big
1: hits that
0: is appealing in this space. See, it's all about those periphery stats, and it's hard to find a winger that hits.
1: I would like to refer back to a conversation John and I had a year ago when I was excited about the Bruins acquiring Matt boleski Tell me more, you? And we got him on a good deal. We're only paying him three points something a year. <laughs> John, oh, you've overpaid him. He's not very good. It's not going to work out. Fuck you. It has worked out. He's been fantastic and I'd like you to apologise right now. With some meaning. No, with some meaning.
0: I'm not apologising. Say it
1: like you mean it. Say, Cam, I was wrong. Matt Bolesky was a good call. Never. John, we're not moving forward to you. Do it.
0: I'm not apologising to you.
1: Oh, don't apologise to me then. Just say sorry to someone. General apology. Say sorry, Matt Bolesky, and I'll move on.
0: Uh, I'm sorry to Matt Bolesky. There we go. Mainly... Because he has to put up with you as, a, as fan. a fan. Yep, that's the only reason I'd be willing to apologise.
1: Well, I'm a legend, so fuck you. Um, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Last one, Jamie McGinn, going from the Sabres to the Ducks. Left wing, right wing, flex. His recent form has been pretty eh, but he's one to watch in my mind. I he's... think
0: he's the probably the pick to heat up that slash Andrew Ladd, who's available in a lot of leagues as well. So yep. they're the ones, the ones in the you know recently traded, you know subcategory um, that are really worth sort of I view
1: Jamie McGinn as Ryan as like diet Ryan O'Reilly a really yeah, responsible two absolutely. way forward yeah, very defensively yeah. sound won't take too he's many he's Ryan dump O'Reilly
0: energy. zero he's like he's not full strength he's like mid strength
1: mid strength Ryan O'Reilly yeah, which is like a weak Patrice Bergeron
0: yes yeah Yes. But guess what? Win a Lady Being Award this year or something.
1: That's our fantasy done, which means we can move into what we've
0: wanted to move into. This week's Weekly Waffle, which is. Our trade deadline banter segment. Oh, my. Probably the best segment of the year. (laughs) Just calling it. Just saying how it is, Ken. Uh, oh, I'm so excited to be talking about this. I know. I still have half a beer. Firstly, I'm, ready to go.
1: I'm excited to be able to put the word synopsis into something because you know I like the word synopsis. It just
0: rolls off the tongue. Rolls off the tongue. I hate like the syphilis. Word, I hate
1: the word. Yeah, a little easy to get rid of, though. Oof. I hate the word webinar. Love synopsis.
0: <laughs> love synopsis.
1: But basically, here's what we're going to do we're going to dissect who did what, what the impact moves were, who was a contender prior to the moves. And now, after the moves have been made, who is either A, still a contender, or who has moved up to be viewed as a legit contender. And then, more importantly,
0: what the trade was, and if we give
1: a fuck. Yeah, we've got a really, really technical rating scale. It's yes, like, so we've got it marked. If if the text is in black, yes, we believe this is an impact trade. If and it's blue, in blue, we don't
0: give a fuck. Yeah. Because um, I was reading through some of these, I'm like, I couldn't give a flying fuck. I think I nailed it these. for both of
1: us, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. But before we do that, though... Again, we want to reiterate, we're seeing a lot of folks online calling this trade period a fizzer, a bust, a great big pile of whatever. I I disagree. Ah, disagree. Well done. No, There's not a lot of sexy names being thrown around there, but some of these assets, if you know your hockey, you know the benefit of rolling shock horror, four lines. Yeah. You know these moves are the right moves. They're
0: about grit. They're about responsible hockey. They're about not Ooh, pluck. Moxie. Ooh, that extra little bit of something, something. Mm. And it's, it's all these guys are grit guys. They're locker room dudes. They're guys that experience. That's right. They add that X factor to your team that when you need, when you're trying to make a playoff run. It's very important, Cam.
1: So let me, by leading into this, I'm going to read out the traded asset and John's going to reply as to whether or not we've deemed it as being impactful or a give a fuck type of deal. I do want to preface that by saying though, us saying we don't give a fuck doesn't necessarily mean this trade doesn't have value down the track. We're just talking about immediate impact and how it's going to benefit your cup chances. Chances are... Right now.
0: Though, we're right that it doesn't mean anything.
1: No, but I mean, there's a lot of teams who've acquired a lot of picks in these trades. So obviously down the track, like, you know... Mm. You, you don't know, like there's there's teams who've now got twenty picks in the first three rounds in the next three years. I know it's essentially you know. an
0: all Canadian uh, 2016 draft.
1: The Canadian teams are going to be fantastic in 2021,
0: 2022.
1: Yeah, six years, you reckon?
0: Yeah, six seven years, maybe. Maybe one day they'll probably trade away all day. But it's a rebuild again. Without further ado,
1: we are jumping in. So let's not forget impact versus give a fuck.
0: Yeah. So the runs that we don't care about it's going to be pretty clear.
1: John, the first one we have. The Chicago Blackhawks traded Ryan Garba to Anaheim for Yuri Sekak. I don't give a fuck. Not only does John don't give a fuck, I nobody. don't give a fuck, and nobody else gives
0: Chicago a fuck. Chicago fans also don't care.
1: Calling it out, Chicago fans, like 92% of you are so bandwagon, I don't even know if you guys knew you had Ryan Garba on your <laughs> roster. Probably not. Because I actually text the Blackhawks fan, and I'm like, oh man, you guys move Ryan Garba, and he was like, oh who? I'm Who's like, that dude? Yeah, Good joke off in your patty cane jersey, pal. Dickhead. All right, next one. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ. Yeah, this is good. Hey, and you're the one drinking as well. I know. So, Toronto, they dealt Roman Pollock and Nick Spaulding to the San Jose Sharks for two times, second round picks, and Rafi Torres.
0: I back this for two reasons. One. Whoa. Tell exact- me more. Yeah. One. Two reasons and two reasons only. Second round draft picks.
1: Yeah, well, I back it for another reason. Tell me more. Um, Roman Pollock is a devastatingly aggressive defender. Mm. And if the Sharks plonk him on their second pair, they're not winning a cup right, but they might hurt someone who's trying to win a cup.
0: I like that theory. That's yeah. good on you.
1: And Nick Spalding's actually, he's quite the underrated asset. I don't mind him, to be honest, because he was originally, I think he started the season with the Penguins. He's moved around a lot in the last 12 months. Hmm. Hey, here's one for you. <clears throat> Toronto, Sean Mathias to the abs for one times fourth round pick and Colin Smith.
0: I don't think even Toronto fans care about this.
1: I don't think anyone cares about this. Moving on. Vancouver, Hunter Shinkaruk to Calgary for Marcus Grundland.
0: I don't care. Although I do like Marcus Grunlund, I
1: was I was going to say, I don't give a fuck because neither of these teams are making the playoffs, but... Marcus Crunlin going home to Calgary is a cool story. And I think oh, they, like w- a they will refine their mojo next year. Yes. Yeah. Because
0: they've had a stinker this year. Yeah. So Ooh, quick
1: side note, Calgary played against Boston today in Boston, which was Dougie Hamilton's first yeah. visit since leaving. Every time he went within 10 feet of the puck. Boom, it was yeah, so that's, good. That's
0: what fans do in Massachusetts.
1: Also finished with no points and a minus one. Yeah. Suck it, Dougie. Dougie, Dougie. All right. <coughs>
0: The Chicago into the, Blackhawks. Into the have business end. Here we go.
1: Journeyman Rob Scuderi to the Los Angeles Kings for Christian Erhoff.
0: Excellent move.
1: Excellent move.
0: I think it, it is a great move for both teams, to be honest. Well, I think there's very yeah. few in uh, there's very few trades that equally benefit each team. Well, um Erhoff if, was not
1: right nah, where he was.
0: And Scuderi, who came across from Pittsburgh earlier in the year, just probably didn't necessarily work quite well there. And they've done the old flippity flop. There it is. Works very well. <laughs>
1: It just makes sense seeing Rob Scuderi back in a King's Uni. Love it. I've got a, a friend of mine, Jared, J-Rock, senior McIntosh in Germany at the moment. So happy that Scuderi was back in a King's yeah. Uniform. Standalone message saying, Dude, Scuderi. He was yes. pumped. So if J-Rock's pumped, I'm pumped.
0: Yes. So Toronto. I thought I was calling him out, and you were commenting. Oh yes, that's right. You do it. You do it. I'm, I'm okay. feeling very game showy here. Love it. Yeah. Toronto. traded James Reimer
1: and Jeremy. Yeah. Did I put Jeremy Moore on?
0: Yeah, you did. You Ah. fuck hat.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) Jeremy Morin to the San Jose Sharks for Alex Stollock and a 2018 fourth round pick.
0: This is a great, great trade for San Jose.
1: Why is it a great trade, John?
0: Uh, Because they pick up James Reimer, and James Reimer's statement to the press was potentially the best thing. I don't think that that was a real
1: statement. That was obviously fucking made up.
0: Yeah, but... I don't give a fuck.
1: For those of you that didn't see it, go to the Holy Puck Podcast Instagram page. We've got the fake Rhymer statement up. It basically talks about chicks and fishing.
0: <laughs> chicks <Let's> fishing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the slapping of old balls.
1: But the other good <laughs> thing about this is too, like Rymer's a huge upgrade for the Sharks as far as being a backup goal. He tendagos. goes straight to
0: the goalie. Oh, right. No, he goes straight to the starter for me.
1: No, he's not. Martin Jones is still the starter. Don't be silly. That's I don't know. Disagree. Strongly disagree. Love it. But also, I'm happy that James Rhyme is out of Toronto because he that place was going to gonna give him a mental breakdown.
0: It's toxic, and he has been thrown under the bus more times than I can count. He is like you that can only count to six, but I know he's still like shit. he's like that one scene from Mean Girls stuck on repeat, like where she gets run over by the bus.
1: Oh, so funny though.
0: Oh, I want my pink shirt back.
1: <laughs> Next deal, Edmonton. <laughs> Justin Schultz to the Pittsburgh Penguins for a 2016 third round pick. Wow, I like this trade. I think Pittsburgh um, have quietly been making lots and lots and lots and lots of little manoeuvres to the point where they've th-
0: got this little stock stockier, little stocko of uh, of little of picks.
1: Well, not even just picks. So they've got a little stock of like little assets they yeah, can plug in. Right, so, so Pittsburgh little... are in a wild card slot now. Yeah, they may they may they may upset it. some dudes because they'll be at Boston. Well yeah. They'll beat Detroit. Mm. I think they'll probably beat the Isles at the moment.
0: Yeah, the Isles have looked very shaky the last few weeks. So So that's I, I anyway, we like that deal. That's an impact deal. It is. It is. Now we get into into the the Florida trades, which Ooh. were extreme
1: We love this. We, we love, love this. These. So Detroit traded now it's Jacob Kindle, but I like to say Yacoob. To Florida for a 2017 seventh round pick.
0: Hey, Florida has fucking fleeced them. Hey, so how quick did he get there? I heard he got there real quick on the uh, Amazon overnight.
1: Oh, because that's a Kindle. Yeah. Hey, that was a no joke. Fuck yeah. That was good, man. That's pretty good. That was good. But we backed that track. We backed the shit out of it.
0: Oh, dude, they got fleeced. Yeah, they. How did do they. I don't. You know what?
1: Florida GMing the shit out of the situation. Yeah,
0: my man Talon can really. He can. He can fucking.
1: He can GM. He can. He, he can. F- you know what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna send him an email that he won't reply to. <laughs> hey, um, here's one for you. The <laughs> aforementioned Yuri Sekak. Chicago waived him, and the Yotes claimed him. Sure did. Do we give a fuck, John?
0: No. No. I no. couldn't give a flying fuck. Does anyone?
1: No. To the Yotes care, or is it just something to do on a Thursday?
0: Something to do on a Thursday. Obviously, had nothing better to do. They could have just gone to Starbucks. It would have made things heaps easier. <laughs>
1: Here's a juicy one. I wonder who this could be. That's right. The Carolina Hurricanes traded pending free agent Eric Stoll to the New York Rangers for Four, 2016 right. and 2017 Key second picks. round picks and Alexi Sorella, mm. who's a minor leaguer but apparently quite good. That's yeah. quite the return for an expiring contract. Let, let's be honest. Stall said he wanted to go to the Rangers, right? He yeah, forced their hand. Time. They had to do yeah. it. To squeeze two second rounders out of them and a prospect is it's pretty good. Uh, Canes fans should be happy because you've been overpaying that blonde weirdo for too long. Mm. You can do something better with that cap space.
0: Anything, some might say. So do we back that, John? Love it. Big fan. At least they got a good return on him. And let's be honest, he's probably going to be shit for the Rangers anyway. So, Isn't
1: everyone shit with the Rangers? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nailed it. Absolutely. Florida. We love this one. Mm. Chris Verstig is going to the Los Angeles Kings for Valentin Zykov and a twenty-six, con- sorry, 2016 16, right. conditional fifth round draft pick. Mm-hmm. Do we like this, John? We love it. Not only is this a good trade for the Kings, who pick up an experienced two-time cup winning winger. It's excellent news. Florida's picked up this kid, Valentin Zykov, right? Mm. Who's apparently quite the savage and will bulk out their defense in the playoffs also his name is valentine or valentine let's not forget the main russian mobster from golden was called valentine
0: so sick. chances are maybe he knows he's him. a born villain
1: maybe he knows him maybe maybe he's real good at golden on nintendo 64
0: probably is sick
1: hey I here's don't... another toronto deal hey that's weird toronto is making heaps of deals now this one's a little closer to john's heart it so is. i'll tread lightly Toronto have traded Daniel Winnick and a 2016 fifth-round pick to the Capitals for Brooks Leark, Conor Carrick, and a 2016 second-round pick.
0: Yes, this was a pure cap-clearing maneuver done by GMBM.
1: And, man, Toronto's made out all right, because that's a good pick to get out of that.
0: Yeah, Conor Carrick, it will... I would assume they would drop him into the minors and then they'll see how he works. Breed him? Well, they'll see how he works, but they'll put Lark straight in. He'll probably probably drop into probably their second line, let's be honest. Well, Um, the other
1: thing I like about this too is Daniel Winnick's quite the gritty forward. I think he'll serve you guys well as a fourth liner come playoff time.
0: Yeah, I think he'll serve us well immediately. Um, some say he's a bit of an upgrade. I think he'll be an upgrade for Washington, but I think for Toronto... It's a bit of a loss. No, I think Learque is a... You reckon is he, a step up for him? For, 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 like, in each for other, what they're doing. For in this in each system, I think he, both teams have done very well. Um, so we've given up a second round pick, but let's be honest, we've also cleared two and a half million of cap space. So That means we can sign Mojo next year. So Here's his one for you.
1: Should the Leafs make Brooks Learque their next captain?
0: Um, Do maybe like he's he's an ex he's Do you ex, like that uh, leadership uh, caps player so he's definitely got the experience he's a he's a very gritty um, locker room guy everyone loved him in Washington everyone was shattered when he left um, I he, also think
1: he was very classy he handled it very well too he
0: definitely did has not released a statement has not spoken public about it he's just said I'm on happy to be joining a new team Thanks and, and
1: he did say I will genuinely miss my guys
0: well yeah he at, at one point, he was the Washington Capitals because yeah. everyone else was fucking shit, even Ovi, and he's like, you know what? I'm fucking done. Yeah. And if you watch the the Road to the Winter Classic, I do um, remember. He, uh, there was one point that's very clear. He basically tore off his jersey and his fucking shoulder pads at, at, at an intermission and said, I'm fucking tired of losing, we're winning, and then single-handedly swung the game around. And love it. Love a good story. He's a good dude. Love it. Great dude. Great leader. It's all good news. And you know what? Well done, Toronto. You've picked up a good dude, even though he costs you four and a half mil a year. Oh, well.
1: Hey, I really like the next one. Arizona. Mikkel Bodka to the ABS for Alex Tangay Olders Balls. Mm-hmm. Connor Bleachley and Kyle Wood.
0: Yes. I like this. Do you know why I like it? Because Tangay gets to play more
1: hockey. And I actually reckon the additional the addition of Bodka to the Avs... Make Sam a potential first-round bogey threat in the playoffs.
0: Potentially, it really depends on how well everyone else around them goes.
1: Lots of variables. I heaps, agree.
0: Heaps of outside factors that but are completely out of their control.
1: But if they can make their way in, they're You'll a little extra grit. They're a little more dangerous.
0: There's a very clear thread that's gone on. The GMs have gone out and yeah. pulled out some grit guys from other teams, going, "We don't have that. Yeah. Our teams are a little too sparkly right now. We need to rub a little funk S- on it.
1: Spark." <laughs> You just nailed that. Well done, John. Thanks, man. Hey, Florida, Brandon Purie to the Quack Attack for a 2016 sixth round pick.
0: Well, let's just say Anaheim have done very well out of this trade.
1: They gave up very little <laughs> for a dude. Let's <laughs> yes. let's be honest. Brandon Purie hasn't been great, but He's they gave do up
0: so well in the fucking duck system. And they honest. gave up so little to
1: get him. Like he could be a total bust, and it literally hasn't. Let's cost be honest. Him
0: a thing. An NHL six round pick is a nothing pick.
1: Nothing pick. Well, I could probably get drafted in the NHL in the sixth round. Bit far, bit far, but you know what I'm, you know what I'm trying to say. In the
0: ballpark, yeah, absolutely.
1: Hey, uh, his, ooh, this is a big one.
0: Yeah, this one, this is hard to talk about because I don't like pumping up the stars' tires anymore. I do. I'm done.
1: I do. Tell me more. Calgary, Chris Russell to Dallas for Yerky Yokaka. Fuck, pronouncing that ever again. I know. Brett Pollock and a conditional 2016 second-round pick. Yes,
0: this is a really weird conditional second-round pick, too. He's got a dress for 50% of the playoff games, and if he does, then they get the pick. That's really weird.
1: Super weird. But, I mean, here's the thing, right? Dallas can score. The only thing that has held them back all year is keeping the puck out of the net. That's right. Chris Russell averages 3.4 blocks per game. That's
0: fucking heaps. That's, that's That's up there with Brooks Orpik, my man.
1: That's well, he's the leader. Yeah. So That's what I mean, he's up there. He's well, up there no, with he, Brooks. he's not up there with Brooks. Brooks is up there with him. Yeah. All right. All right.
0: Dead. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Tell New, me more.
1: New Jersey, Eric Gallinus for a uh, Colorado 2017 third round pick.
0: I believe it's Gallinus, and no one gives a fuck. That's
1: how little I care. I didn't even bother to pronounce his name correctly. Nah. Pittsburgh, Sergei Plotnikov to Arizona for a conditional 2017 seventh round pick. <laughs>
0: That's like. <laughs> What a is that? A conditional seventh? Like, what is the seventh round? I, I didn't heard, even know there was a seventh. I heard round.
1: you submit your seventh round picks via Facebook Messenger. Ah, of course. Yeah, yeah, There yeah. can't be any other way. Chicago, Dennis Robertson to Carolina for Drew McIntyre. Guess no, what? Nobody no, cares.
0: None of you know who they are. I actually, I do know who Drew McIntyre is. I still don't care.
1: You're not. You're not none of you because you and I are the elite. Of course. Montreal, they claim Mike Brown, formerly of the Sharks, off waivers. Cool. Um, Hey, at
0: least they did something. Yeah, yeah. We we don't give a
1: (laughs) fuck, but I actually like Mike Brown. Um, New Jersey leased Stepniak to the Bruins for a 2017 second rounder and a 2016 fourth rounder.
0: I'm not going to say New Jersey got fleeced, but what I will say is they let the they've what they have done is in this trade they've said we're cool with not making the playoffs.
1: Yeah, but here's the thing, though. Right, Stepniak was only on a one year deal, so he wasn't coming back.
0: That's right. But they let him go. Like, if they wanted to. I he was actually there, he's think, their top
1: scorer. I actually think they fleeced Boston. Because I don't know, man. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm glad we got him, but we paid overs for him. Two picks for a pending free agent without a deal. You could have d- got him for free. We had know. him for free. We had him on a pro tryout and dropped him in September. Yeah. Fuck, Sweeney. What are you doing? Tell tell them how angry I am right now.
0: Yeah. It, uh, luckily, we have a no-punching-the-wall clause. <laughs> Huge. Yeah. Otherwise, there'd be, like, a cam-shaped head
1: Head just running the door. through the plaster. I
0: know. Terrible. No, nah, look, you know what? I think... I actually back it. It's a good deal for us. I think it's a good deal for you. Yes, you had to give it but up. But we paid over. But, look, you, you, maybe, but at the same time, like, it's pretty clear the message from the devils is we've given up all hope and... What they could have just—they could have said, "Look, you know, don't leave, and we'll extend you or something." You know, they could have had they, there could have been convos or extensions going on, but they've decided, you know what? We're not going to make it. Too bad. Same thing with Carolina. Like they can I throw something done. in though? Hit me.
1: I've got another take on it. Tell me what. A hot take.
0: Wow. The hottest of new. hot takes. This is new. We this don't is, usually do these. This isn't the we devil. Do do this we? isn't
1: the devil's throwing the towel in. Wow. This is the devil's playing the long game because you know what they've demonstrated this year. They've said to the rest of the league and the pending available players, they've said, we have a great culture.
0: And we where can put it, together a ragtag team. And we no, can still make it work. Of, of no talent, no bodies. And slam them all together. Yep, and make it work. So here yeah. was their directive this year. They've said, we need to
1: demonstrate that this can be a place where you want to play. And then we'll get to a point where we've proven that. And then we need to pull back, move on some assets to get some picks. yeah, And next year, when we've got more available players and so we've got draft picks that's when we swoop and we can really start to... P- so, so I'm
0: hearing there's going to be a lot of movement from New Jersey in the next trade deadline. Correct. Okay, wow. Over the summer. So what? So I, over I, the summer, they're going to sign some big dudes.
1: I see this as them saying we've got available cap space. A lot, by the way. A demonstrated
0: great culture. Great culture. Yep. Cause culture's call, everything.
1: Call any of our leaders. Call a Henrik. Call a Zayak. Um, call a new new D-man like Damon Severson. Absolutely. Ask them about the club culture and they'll say, you know what? Sick here. I love it. Fucking love it here. Mm. And you watch, they're Mm. not going to be chasing dudes. Dudes are going to be coming to them. Love it. Do you like that? Great story. Great hot take.
0: You know what? I love a good story. Yeah.
1: I don't think I've heard you say that before.
0: Yeah. I know it's new.
1: Carolina, John Michael Lyles to Boston for a 2016 third round and fifth round pick and Anthony Camara. I don't give a fuck about losing Anthony Camara, but John.
0: I think this is an excellent trade for Boston, and I think it's also an excellent trade for Carolina.
1: See, I was kind of skeptical because John Michael Lyles is quite old, but they slot him right in today. He played on the second pair with Dennis Seidenberg. He was really quick. He's probably our second quickest defender by Tory Krug. He moved the puck well out of our and I watched the whole Calgary game today, right? Out of interest, because I'm like, right, I want to see how these new dudes mesh in. Yeah. I don't think I've seen us play with that much urgency in two months. That's good. They played with speed. They played with pace. Every time Calgary tried to carry it out of their end, they were hemmed in. That's good. And That's great news. And on that top line looked really good. Stepniak
0: looked good all and the time.
1: Lyles being so fleet of foot, even at 35, makes up for the fact that the pairing is on with Seidenberg, who's a big heavy player. Yeah. And is a bit slower. You didn't notice it.
0: Yeah, that's good. See, we have the same thing with Chimmer. Like, yeah. that he's a forward. Like, he's a little older. But I love Chimmer though. Chimmer can skate like the fucking wind, son. Heaps bald, too. Heaps bald. Great beard. Owns it, though. Loves it. Waxes hey. the dome. Here's one. Montreal.
1: Devante Pelly smith to New Jersey for Vistan Matu.
0: I feel like it's Smith Pelly.
1: Ah, uh, Smith Pelly. it is, yeah. I always fucked that up.
0: Th- the funny thing is, though, even though he fucked it up, could I find one person that gives a fuck about it? even devils fans don't care.
1: But you know what though? Again, I kind of back it because for the devils, right? I think this works mainly for the devils. He I, he can become quite the power forward for them.
0: Yeah, I think there's there's not many of these you know, these trades, you know, at this particularly at this deadline, these ones don't usually last. Do you know what I mean? These guys are like usually pure rentals. They usually maybe stick around for a season afterwards, maybe but they never really fit in. I think Devante Smith-Pelly might be sticking around for a little while.
1: I actually think he's a good fit. I think he'll um, I think he'll fill that power forward slot really well. That's great. I like it. Yep. I like it. Buffalo, Jamie McGinn to the Anaheim quack attack for a, convi- a conditional 2016 third-round pick.
0: This is great news for the Ducks. Uh, Excellent news for the Ducks. Anaheim has told up something shocking. Oh, man. But you know what? Oh, man.
1: Anaheim have then moved Patrick Maroon to Edmonton for yes. Martin Gurnatt and a 2016
0: fourth-round pick. Excellent news again. Seriously.
1: They've cleared two mil a year from Maroon. Yeah. Do you know what I like about that, too? Maroon and Matt Hendricks have punched on heaps and now they're teammates.
0: I know. That's super weird, hey? I can't imagine that. Like, you and, know what? And
1: these dudes handle it so well. But imagine walking into work, right, after punching on with someone and being their friend.
0: I know. It's super weird. But you know what? The Big Dicks is, like, punched on with heaps of dudes. Yeah. Huge... Huge Hendricks fan. The Big speak. Dicks. No, the Big yeah. dicks. What, a, what an absolute legend. Good name. Great name.
1: Hey, last one. Anaheim. Tim Jackman in a 2017 seventh round pick to Chicago for Corey Trop. Cool, man. <laughs> Great deal. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Hang on. Hang on. I'm going to hold the mic up to all the people cheering.
0: Ah, oh, yes. The dead air. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nobody cares. Hey, guess what though? Now we can talk about what we actually think.
1: Oh my god, this is a really good segment. And so this is
0: our baseless bullshit banter segment.
1: And let's get around. Full kudos to me. I think I've put this together really well. What well on, camp? I'm giving myself daps. All of the daps. All of the daps.
0: I feel like you've done a great job this week. And the blue and black do we give a fuck, don't give a black colour scheme. Yeah. Out of sight. Here's the out thing. Of sight.
1: John and I rag on each other a lot on air as well. But like we are actually a very well-oiled team. John is very much, uh, he's a more technically minded dude. He's got everything set up really well. That's why our audio quality is top notch. He, well, it didn't used to be. did the, It didn't used to be, and now it's great, dude. He championed the website. He's done all that stuff, and he's done a fantastic job with it. I'm kind of the content guy, and I'm the socials guy together. Yeah. We're kind of like Voltron.
0: We are like Voltron. You can or
1: kick our ass one-on-one, but put us together and probably, probably still kick our ass. But we'll have more yeah, fun yeah, doing it. Fun. I, thought we were gonna, I was going to say yeah. we're
0: probably more like the Power Rangers. Yeah, Yeah. the the Mighty
1: Morphin Stock Exchanges.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Dickhead. Loved it.
1: Hey, anyways, following on from the above, we're going to rank each of the conference's top threats, and then we're going to forecast conference finalists, overall cup winner, factoring in these trades, and we're going to chuck in a couple of smokies.
0: Tasha Khan, the servants of the mental with her bipolar uncle. bipolar. Big fan. There's a lot going on, and there's heaps that is is due to be discussed. Particularly in the West, I feel like that's where the big movers and shakers were. So
1: we're starting in the Will Smith Wild Wild West. Yeah, we are. All right. I How speaking cool of was it. 1998, dude? I went to Movie World a few months ago, and they've still got a Wild Wild West poster up. Fucking wow. <laughs> wow! Yeah, Will Smith just holding it down. It's an actual relic. Isn't he like some weirdo Scientologist now?
0: Yeah. Yeah, but...
1: Isn't there rumours that he and his wife aren't actually in together and there's some Scientology power couple? (laughs) Some weird shit going on in that house. I wouldn't be
0: surprised. Anyway, Chicago. Well, let's be honest. There's a lot going on here. They, They made the initial splash that made all the other GMs go... Well, fuck, we need to do something now. Yeah. And then, you know, they've built on an already tight core of, you know, the, the, the Crawford, Keith, Kane, and Taser mix. And now they've built on that with some, you know, core depth as well. Oh, you mean good.
1: Lad and Weiss and Fleischman? Yes. And who's the fourth pick they got? It was Ladd, Weiss, Fleischman, and who's the fourth asset they picked up, which was handy?
0: Um, we literally just talked about it.
1: We literally just talked about him.
0: Luckily, I don't care that much about Chicago, but let's be honest, they are in the mix and there's no way around it because they keep pulling off these insane moves every single year. And do you know why? I, I was talking about with this with some random dude on Facebook the other day and Twitter and it all came down to this, because they're Chicago. That's it. That's all I've got. There's no other reason for it. There's no other reason why they're so attractive to, to players. It's just because they're Chicago and you phrased it best, they can, it's not that they're guaranteed to win a cup every year, but they're guaranteed to be in the mix. Yeah,
1: it's not a hard sell. GM calls him and goes, Look, man, we're going to pay you wonders, but you're probably going to get a cup. It's going to inflate your value. Your resume is going to look red hot.
0: And then you can ask for, and you can ask for $8 you, million dollars a year. Yeah, your quote literally doubles. There it is. But let me say this
1: Are we filthy that Chicago once again contending? Yeah, damn right we are. However,.
0: However, there are some challenges have emerged. Challenges have emerged. The hottest of which is the Ducks. The Anaheim Ducks. The quack attack is back. Jack. Who have had a absolutely phenomenal last six to seven weeks. They are sneaky best team in the NHL for 2016. Everyone has forgotten about their past inconsistencies. They've
1: been so shit for the most part of this season that they've just flown under the radar. That's right.
0: And now people are like, oh, shit. Shit.
1: Well, you've got the emergence of Richard Raquel. Absolutely. Goaltending stability in uh, the form of Gibbo and Anderson.
0: Yes. Young blue
1: line is all killing it. That's Vatnam, Lindholm, and Fowler, right? That's
0: right. So they've got a nice little core there. Ready for holding this. Holding it down.
1: Ready for this. Ryan Gatzlaff, 12-game point streak. Yeah. Scory Perry. Huge you like man. that? Scory Perry. Love it. I saw that. Fu- yeah. Now it. Well done. Finally found his <laughs> swagger. <laughs> ha- has That alone should be setting off alarm bells for their rivals. However. There's more. David Perron fits in perfectly.
0: And then they go ahead and pick up Jamie McGinn. And Jamie McGinn. And what happens? He, he, surprising X-Factor, and... Brandon Perry.
1: Brandon Perry. Like, honestly, those two dudes, right, are such unknown quantities in within this division and within this team structure. You
0: inject them into that team and then all of a sudden... It, it, it could
1: be it'll be one of those things. Like, you know how Brandon Bowling had that 16-point Stanley Cup series for the Blackhawks it, and it, they signed him for $16 million? I see one of them doing that. I reckon M- it's going to M- be McGinn. Yeah, McGinn or Piri McGinn's goes... an actual legend. Yeah, McGinn goes, all right, cool. I'm, Huge fan. I'm going to be the X Factor that, that does this for us.
0: That's right. And riding right off... I'm not going to say on their coattails because that's not fair, but riding right behind them, like not like immediately behind them, like if they're on the highway, they'd be following them really closely. But the Kings are right there as well. So and, they
1: And let's get around though. Bruce Boudreau, I'd like to see him have some success.
0: You know what? As an X Cap, Player and coach. I have been, I've always said I like Bruce Boudreaux. You know that. Weird little man. Weird little angry man who swears all the time.
1: Not as much as us, Sydney (laughs) Bez.
0: (laughs) <laughs> what? What? <laughs> um, but no, I think the Kings, you know, Scuderi's back in town. It's really nice to see him. Quick has being hot all year. Carter and Toffoli, their line is just doing insane. And then obviously they're milking. Gabarik being away for a little while to give them some relief in, t- in terms of money. But when he comes back... Gabarik in the
1: playoffs is money. He's always money in the playoffs. That's all right? how it is. He's the like King-
0: the direct opposite of Rick Nash. <laughs>
1: Sorry, Andy. The Kings could be making out with Lord Stanley for a third time, though. And let's not forget Chris Verstig. Yeah, there two-time is. Cup winger in on winger. That's winger, true, yeah. actually. Winger and winner in on the wing. Versteeg is a great. No, that was pickup. tough. Well done. Yeah, I think I nailed that. You labeled
0: through. you know you did labour through it, but it's okay. It's fine.
1: Meandered. Yeah, yeah, it was, there was Yeah, terrible. Team and then, four so, in
0: the West. So everyone's been high on Dallas all year, and we've especially been especially us. Yeah, I know, but I kind of I feel like we've been wavering a little. I feel like most part we've been like, well, cuz no. Josh was
1: right, they can't defend.
0: No, they can't. And so watching that it unfold after they, you know, they've made a few moves feels good. Feels Feeling nice I, You know How's
1: the pressure on Chris Russell Hey man Our goaltenders can't keep the puck out of the net You need to block Don't blow it Four shots yeah, a game yeah, yeah. Because basically Niemi needs you And
0: Well Niemi bleeds And Lettinen needs you letnin bleeds worse than Niemi sometimes Well you know what They're both as shit as each other I've found yeah. I've got Niemi in one of my fantasy leagues And I only start him half the time
1: Lettinen's sick for one game And then the next game he'll give up seven goals
0: Yeah and Niemi's just He's Swiss Niemi. cheese yeah, I mean, he's the same. He's just he's just being just as shit he was for the Sharks. Only the guys in front of him now in Dallas are scoring more. Mm. That's the only difference. I want
1: to talk about bubble teams for a minute, right? Excellent. Because they could cause a wee bit of stink for the top four. Excellent. I'm not saying they could hand them a defeat, but I did allude to this earlier. But yes. an angry, better-equipped San Jose outfit could scare another rival. So, well,
0: Paluck sitting there on the blue line. They've just picked up Rhymer. as backup goalie. Backup goalie who. In my mind, will challenge for the... Yeah, right, I'll let you have that. I, I feel like he'll challenge. I think he will, f- he will flourish with Jumbo Joe in front of him. Yeah. Because who wouldn't, let's be honest.
1: Put it this way, right? You don't want the Sharks in the first round. You'll probably beat them 4-2, right? They're gonna, but they're going to beat you up doing it. They're going to hurt you.
0: Brent Burns is going to give you a fucking yeah, hell of a time.
1: It's, you, you're not going to have... It's going to be a fun... It's not going to be a fun series. No, you're going to hate it And it's going to be one the of end. the ones you're going to finish it and they're like, all right, boys. Thank fuck that's over. On a plane, we're off to Dallas and everyone collectively goes,
0: oh, I can't handle this. No. It's going to be a tough road in. But look, I think you're right. I think they're the first one that... I mean, they're probably not going to go the way, but the at is going to be annoying enough to the team that they cop in the first round if they do correct that it will be a tough series through so similar i do believe that nashville is well, still there you see i've
1: actually put john believes they're a shot personally i don't see it john explain yourself
0: well they've been pretty good the last couple of weeks i
1: don't buy it you pecorino. never do though pecorino has been good he has who but else has been not good? good it's tough who else has been good
0: Yeah, not much. So,
1: what happens to teams who pretty much only rely on a good goalie? Us in New York Rangers, how well that's worked out for them winning a cup in the last 20 years. Oh, hang on. Here's the answer. Not very.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, all right, fine. So, Colorado are our third on the list.
1: Well, this is my baby. I just love a Gindler and I love their uniforms and want to see more of it.
0: Then unis are fucking sick. sick.
1: (laughs) Plus, um, I really like vodka and honestly... This is, like, a really big deal, and I don't feel people get that enough. Like, Bodker, McKinnon, Landeskog, that line could compete in the 100-meter sprint at the Olympics. That's yeah. shit hot. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I like Colorado. And, like, I mean, these three teams, like, like are you know, they're, they're cusp teams. They're, bub- um, they're bubble outfits. Yeah. And, you know, I think you're right. In that regard, so let's just, I'm right. Let's let's roll on to the east now. This one, the race is not as close, so to speak, but uh, the disparity
1: between top and bottom is disgusting.
0: It's well, the difference between let's just say it, the top three and, and sorry, else. the top two and everyone else is pretty disgusting in terms of the way in which the teams in. In that big belt of, you know, the teams slightly above and slightly below the yeah. wildcard spot. Terrifying.
1: Well, team one, the Florida Panthers are for real. They've got vets. They've got youth. They've added Yuri Hudler. Mm-hmm. They've got elite goaltending. Mm-hmm. They've bolstered their defense with Kindle. Purcell's the kind of player that could flourish in the right environment. Let's not forget, he was rad in Tampa Bay, so maybe the weather agrees with him. Maybe not paying state tax agrees with him. Yeah. Also, his one for you. And Cohen actually mentioned this on Monday night. When we are at the gym. Sweet name drop. Yaga has cooled off lately,
0: right? He has. But injecting all these dudes will mean that it doesn't matter.
1: I was going to say Dave told him to chill the fuck out and save himself for the playoffs. He's old as balls. 44. Yaga, we've done enough to get in. Save it, mate, because you are going to go off in April. Yeah. Eastern Conference Finals wouldn't be a shock for these kids.
0: No, I agree. Um, having watched, because obviously our number two team's the Caps, um, having watched the Caps play over the last few games, they've looked fucking miserable. They've looked not in it. They have looked something's definitely off, John. There's Tell something what off. It is. What is what is it? I think it was the pending locker room squabble of Brooks being traded. And it's been on the on the on the team's mind for a while, I think, knowing that
1: Oh, she's been quiet.
0: Oh, she's been a little quiet than Williams normal. Williams has become quiet. Yeah, but, you know, Boris still scoring and so is Koozie, so it's fine.
1: Mojo's lost a bit of his mojo.
0: Mojo's fine. He's centering the third line. I picked him up this week. He's killing it. What are you talking about?
1: He was killing it harder, and now he's killing it a little less.
0: Yeah, we need someone to shoulder the third line, though, So, but his face-ups have gone up exponentially because of that.
1: I'm going to disagree with you on one point.
0: Injuries have also hurt us as well.
1: I don't think the distance between two and three is as big as you think it is. I think the bolts are firing on all cylinders. Their lines are clicking from top to bottom. Ryan Callahan's popping off. Stamkos is on a point streak. They're looking like the business again. I don't think they can win a cup. No, but, it, but they definitely look lightly, more convincing. Take them lightly at your own peril. Yeah, if, if well... You, if you undersell Tampa Bay... They're battle-hardened. Yep.
0: They know how to play play off hockey, because we saw it last year. They went very far.
1: Very close. they <laughs> like... Take them lightly at your own peril.
0: Absolutely. So that takes us to number four on our list, which is the Rangers. And this is... Grown. By default only. Grown. Because, tell me why. The gap between
1: the Rangers and the next best contender in the East is kind (laughs) of shitty. Like, let's be honest, it's basically the Rangers and then Pittsburgh and Boston.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which is not
1: not not great. No. So the addition of Eric Stoll certainly helps the Rangers, but I mean they haven't looked like the team that we saw last year. Not even close.
0: I don't think that if they do make it in, they're not going to make it much of anything.
1: Henrik's a one man army. Someone on defense help him.
0: Yeah, Dan. Apart from Dan Girardi stashing
1: it, pucks under his visor, yeah. which was very <laughs> funny.
0: Let's just say he woke up that morning and had a nice glass full of derp for breakfast. <laughs> Let yeah, me, he did. Let me say. Because that, that pick that we, we dropped on Instagram, all damn day.
1: Yeah, nailed it. Yeah, let's talk about the bubble teams for a minute, though. This one stings because I hate them. But if anyone's going to come roaring out of nowhere and cause a ruckus, it's the Pittsburgh Penguins.
0: Yes, yeah, so Sid has obviously picked up his consistency. Killing it. Um, You know who else is killing it on his on his wing? Who? You Chris Kunitz. You know. Chris Kunitz. That fucking cocktail running motherfucker. Is Fuck! Coming. Fleury has had a number of shutouts lately because the boys in front of him are scoring. He's a good goalie. He's a great goalie. That's why he went so high in the draft. He's just a twat. He is. He's a little flower. He's a little petal.
1: But um, look, again, I didn't see them as a contender, but they're going to be a cheeky second round opponent if they keep moving at this clip.
0: That's right. If they keep continuing on like this, it's going to be hard for them not to make it. And uh, you know what? I think at this point, the Rangers, Pittsburgh and Boston are all interchangeable. Like, I don't think that any one of these teams is particularly exciting to watch bar probably boston you
1: want another hot take tell me more because my last hot take was pretty good i feel like the sidebars served you quite well quite well tonight. tonight yeah all right yeah. so i was talking to a couple of friends about this of course we're, you were because that's what i do and i'm running a little longer on this one so bear with me none of today's moves or yesterday's moves make boston a contender not buy a large shot but what if what we've got now
0: now this is a big what if
1: Is just enough on that? Because here's the thing, right? On their day, when Boston click, they can actually beat any team in the National Hockey League. Can they? They can. And they've proven that they can. But the problem is, right, we'll go on a six-game road trip and smoke a number of top teams, right? Mm. And then we'll come home and we'll lose six games to the worst six teams in the league. Yeah. So at our best, we are very, very good. At our worst, we are horrible. Fucking terrible. Who's to say, though, a perfectly firing B's outfit with Stepniak on the top line? Yep. John Michael Lyle's giving us some more pace. Let's say we we end up facing not the Caps or Panthers in the first round, right?
0: So if you do face one of those teams, it's going to be very difficult.
1: Difficult. But with the right first round opponent, we could progress. Let's say the second round opponent, like here's the teams I can actually see us knocking off. And no joke, I'm not scared of the New York Rangers. No one is. I'm not scared of the Tampa Bay Lightning because Boston, apart from the last couple of times have at least. played the Bolts very, very, very well. Yeah. And we have got the Red Wings number. Yeah. So what I'm saying is that with the right... There's a lot of ifs here, right? But with the right draw, I think we can, again, not win a cup, but we could knock off a potential contender, right? Yeah. I don't think GM Sweeney is the idiot that people are making him out to be. I truly believe these moves today, and he just has to sit there and cop the public abuse, is he's clearing a boatload of cash for the off-season, and come off-season, we're going to land two marquee defenders and another marquee forward. Wow. That's what he's done, and he's sitting there, mute, getting the absolute shit kicked out of him in the media, and he's going, okay, wait till you see what I do over the
0: summer. So he's going to come out swinging, is what you're saying. But I think I like
1: it. we've got enough that on our day, we can upset the balance, and that's good for a team like the Caps or the Panthers, right? Because let's say the Caps or the Panthers don't want to play the Bolts, and Boston's, you beat them up a bit. Boston's the team that can knock off the Bolts, and then the Caps would fucking clean us up four-one.
0: Yeah, because uh, let's be honest, Boston do struggle against the Caps. And, uh, and Braden, Braden Holpe is our bogey. He is, he, he's a boogeyman. You cannot beat him.
1: We scored one goal on him in like two years. Yeah, it's actually terrible. Yeah. But my, you see what but I'm saying? Yeah, though, like, just the same we, we, though, we so. could though. No, we could knock off. Someone who could challenge you. That's right. So So
0: what you're saying is, I need Boston to be successful to break my playoffs hoodoo.
1: I just think Boston are kind of like the San Jose of the East in the sense that no one's expecting them to do much, but they're going to be very troublesome for a particular kind of team. And that level of trouble could greatly hamper their opponent's cup chances.
0: All I'm saying is that's fucking outrageous
1: bet you're into it, right?
0: Well, yeah.
1: Because that's good banter. Great banter. And point three, the New York Islanders. Token entry because of Boychek and Tavares, but honestly, no one believes they're going to do shit.
0: No, which is, you know... Disappointing. Tough, you know.
1: Hey, John, we're going to start to wrap things up with something a little funny. Let's,
0: oh. let's talk about where they would be. We would. We will. We shall. We will do it now.
1: John, where would they be?
0: Well, I had I took the liberty... Of typing these this week. I,
1: I've been giving you these now, and it's a great time.
0: It's a great time because they're getting more ridiculous and, let's be honest, shit each week. Yes. But that yes. doesn't stop them from being true. Correct. So where would they be this week? The Vancouver Canuck fans are my first target because, let's be honest, since their ill-fated trade deadline elapsed with very little movement but extreme headlines... Jim Bedding's head, who is our current jam, has been on a spike uh-huh. and it has been called for by fans. Who are they? They are the uncontrollable mob of Salem.
1: I just read this for the first time, and are you comparing Vancouver fans to the Salem witch hunts?
0: Yes, I am. Wow. Let's be honest. I'm I watched to... The
1: Conjuring again the other night, too. Ooh, chilling. Legendary.
0: Let's be honest. I'm I'm here to play John Proctor, so, you know, kudos to you if you know your McCarthyism. Excellent. Well done. Excellent. So, I'm here to inject a little bit of sanity in the conversation. So, moving two big names, such as Pam and Vibata, who have no trade clauses, by the way, who... By the way, you need to get them to waive it by law, otherwise, you complete an illegal transaction. You have to get them to waive it, and then you have to fetch a fair price. Was the selling price too high? Yes. Yeah, let's be honest, right? But selling the top tier trade chip, dare I say a premium trade chip at that, cheaply because of all the excitement and furor of a trade deadline isn't suddenly going to make the team any better. It's not going to make them better overnight. And it, let's be honest. Oh, violent mob of Vancouver. Your team didn't get any worse overnight, and for that, you should be happy.
1: Yeah, you know what? I wanted to disagree with you just to be a shithead, but you're right. Like, Vancouver fans don't deserve and shouldn't expect any more than they got. <laughs> this is punishment just for supporting such a dogshit organization. <laughs>
0: Absolutely.
1: Well done, John. That was good. I know. We, re- see, that we takes referenced, me- referenced McCarthy's literature. We reference witch hunts. You you've all, done what you done. It's all well. doing
0: well. I know. See? Showing my roots, so all right, to speak. Next year. The next is that fucking asshole, Stan Bowman, Blackhawks. GM. Let's be honest. He is a fucking evil supervillain. He's fucking with Batman. He's fucking with Superman. He's ruining the Avengers payday because he's holding the world for ransom with nukes, bombs, other nefarious evil measures. To you know make what sure he, is? he gets his payday. He's
1: doomsday.
0: He is. He's Dr. Doom, essentially. Yeah. How does he keep pulling off these bullshit, insane trades every year? He, he is, must have
1: nudes of every player's wife.
0: He has to. He is probably one of the most seasoned GMs in the game. He's been in it for about 10 to 15 years. Yeah. He knows his shit. They, they upped him to senior vice president this year, so they gave him an extended role as well. Every year, these trade deadline moves keep coming. He destroys it every year. I don't know how it happens. He brought Ladd back. Pump the team up with a little bit of depth with Weiss, um, with Erhoff, as well as putting in a little bit of vet forward, forward-isms with, you know, oh, a little f- bit of... Fleischmann. Fleischmann, absolutely. Fleischmann. Giving them what some may say, particularly if you're a Blackhawks fan, the deepest potential scoring in the league right now. It's only potential, but still, it's very deep. How does he keep doing it? He's a fucking evil genius. How does it happen? Nudes. Has to be nudes. <laughs> nudes of course,
1: or, or kryptonite.
0: I feel like it's nudes. Oh, maybe it's
1: Naked Kryptonite.
0: I, maybe it's an inanimate carbon rod. <laughs>
1: Who knows? I thought the inanimate carbon rod was the GM of the Nux.
0: Show us more of the rod! <laughs> <laughs> um, if you guys
1: don't get that reference, seriously, go and watch some more television.
0: Watch more Simpsons. Anyway, so my last target is Florida Panthers GM, Dale Talon. Legend. Now, this one I thought long and hard about, and I feel like I've nailed the rhetoric around this to the point that it's actually mildly hilarious. Poor D-Money would be the lone gambler in an isolated and Hopeful blackjack table in a casino in Backwater, USA. We're not talking Vegas. We're not even talking Atlantic City. We're talking
1: Reno, baby. And he is... We're talking p- Reno. We're talking like one of those, like, you know, the barge casinos on like a little ferry going right, down we're, the Murray We're talking River.
0: downtown Reno, which is like fucking terrifying if you've ever been there. So the scene is dark. The scene is smoky. There are single... You know, blackjack dealers covered in red-stained uniforms and grunt to indicate that they're dealing a new hand. This is re- this is Reno after three-day bender. This is pure everything on red territory as Old Mate has pulled off a handful of trades to shore up his team defensive and offensive chops, picking up Hudler, Kindle, Purcell. Will it all come f- falling and tumbling down around him? No. Probably not. But he's all in, baby. You know he's all in. And you know what? This smiling assassin Talon has done such a good job. He is—he's he, either a genius or he's a complete and utter true villain who's completely fucked all of their money for the next three to four years. But you know what? Only time will tell. We can't necessarily say he looks. The team looks great right now. It might not—it might not gel. Chemistry's a big thing. It might suck. But let's be honest. He's done some good stuff. Hudler's great in the long term for them. Yeah. But he's done it all with the boyish idealistic fuck you let's do something special balls to all attitude which is totally admirable in this tight ass nhl climate and you know what we're here at holy Pluck. we applaud you that's the shit out of that absolutely get around him he's thrown everything on red and yaga's mullet dale you big legend we back you and the cigarette stained carpet in the reno casino i
1: really like the um the casino analogy and the embedding because it makes me think if dale talon was an action hero would be Wesley Snipes in Passenger 57 when he says always Absolutely. bet on black. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Wesley, though, jokes aside, pay your taxes, man. <laughs>
0: yeah. For real. <laughs> All
1: right. We're on the home stretch. the weekly awards. Jumbo Joe, Jumbo Legend of the Week. Jumbo Legend, Jumbo Joe, Jumbo Joe. <laughs> Jumbo Joe, Jumbo Legend of the Week.
0: Yeah. Can I take the first one?
1: Yeah, you can. This is a toss-up between Mats Zuccarello and the kid who asked for his stick this week. On Monday... Such uh, a good story. So good. A high schooler toting a sign reading Zook. If you give me your stick, she'll go to the prom with me. Yeah. Begging our boy Zuccarello to hand over his stick. Here at Holy Puck, we back the enthusiastic young man and his quest for Vagina. Yeah. By involving a $4.5 million a year player.
0: Dude, I can't
1: believe i are going to say this. Ah. at get a single digit in the pink
0: get around him seriously though i'm a father i shouldn't be saying this yeah but let's be honest zook helped him get that single single digit in in the pink maybe even one in the stink so get around him
1: long story short zook was the last ranger player off the ice he saw the sign grabbed an extra stick from the bench wrote a short message signed it got a seco to hand the stick over to the lucky legend we hope to check in on this story see some prom after photos See if old mate traded in his V plates at the prom after party. Let's hope he but did. For our North American friends, V plates is your virginity. Just in case you didn't know,
0: well, I backed the dude trying to get a little virgin at a <laughs> 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 at an NHL game. Get around him, and you know what? Great sign. Great it, sign. It
1: actually was fantastic, and you know what?
0: Matt Zuccarello, who's an actual legend, great hockey hair. If the New York Rangers do
1: one thing this year, it's that's help, it. It's help a dude finger someone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah, ah, oh, oh my god, shit. that's so good. Shit. All right, so the Bone Cruncher.
1: Oh. This week.
0: Oh. This one's emotional for me, as you know. I'm so going to let you have it. The Bone Cruncher very clearly goes to the CAPS GM, Brian McClellan, for trading away our long term 12 year player in Brooks Arc who has been toted around as one of the most reliable and excellent dudes in the league mm. let's say he was flipped to the Leafs early this week he was placed on waivers earlier to in, to free up much more of his cap space no less so we got a lot more relief and then and then old mate McCrellan went on a, a bender trying to flip, you know purchase anything he could because obviously Brooks salary cap space was just burning a hole in his pocket and what happened he could buy nothing he could buy nothing with the extra cash that he had. So he played it all off as a salary cap, freeing up measure, which, let's be honest, is pretty smart. Good on you, GMBM. But in the end, though, the bone cruncher has to go to you because, let's be honest, it was a very unemotional, albeit smart move. It's a tough move when you've got a dude who's been there for 12 years. Does he deserve... It was a robotic. Final cup? Do- exactly. Does he deserve a Final Cup run? Maybe some might say he was probably the worst contract in the NHL, some might being me. Yes, it's a tough move, but it's the bone country of the week because it was a tough move for him, and let's be honest, seeing him in his in his press conference crying, tough move.
1: You ready for me to put the kibosh on the caps? Tell me now. This trade has ripped the emotional centre out of your team and you will not win the Stanley Cup because of it.
0: I don't think we're going to win it anyway.
1: Yeah, so take that. Yo, last one. The Steve Ott dog, dog Act. The Steve Ott Dog Act of the week. Now, this is, actual, this is actual dog shit. You fuck. This has got you written all over it. You fuck. Ah, uh, the Dog Act of the week. You fuck. The Steve Ott Dog Act of the week. This is yeah. easy. The US Department of Immigration. And if you guys are listening... This isn't me saying this because I would like to come back into your great country next year. So yeah,
0: chill. this is just in general a shit thing that's happened. This isn't us saying like, because I'm yeah, going to go back there. So relax. It's James
1: Reimer was traded to the San Jose Sharks, and after a truly legendary exit statement, which is fake. um which is clear. The U.S. Department of Immigration stalled his entrance into the U.S. Unrelated Thus, act of aggression. Yeah, not unrelated. Yet, Thus, cocky. he will not be available to play for the Sharks till probably tomorrow or Saturday Australian time, that's right. if not later in the week. Poor form, U.S. Uh, hasn't the man suffered enough at the hands of the truly brutal Toronto sports media now he's going to take a tugboat into the US from Nova Scotia to get a plane to California to play against Vancouver horrible way to send off pretty much a warrior who's put up with your shit poor poor Reimer. if it helps James John picked you up in fantasy this week
0: probably doesn't
1: though Uh, probably doesn't help him at all no I feel
0: bad for him having to hop an illegal tugboat though
1: now he gets to go live in Northern California where it's sunny all year round deal with it
0: yeah I am actually jealous that he gets to live in san jose it is a lovely town beautiful
1: town we love it we love you san jose fly us over give us free shit hey but there you have it it's been another huge week in the world of hockey huge Uh, week number of powerhouses made all the right moves some of whom we expected and others that are daring to dream yes meanwhile out east the only real contenders are the panthers and the Capitals.
0: unfortunately i have to say it though we're not going all the way this year we're not convincing enough for me or any other Capitals fan and any analyst out there who says we're going to go all the way is lying to you.
1: Hey Canada, just to show you how much we love you, you said all the way and it instantly made me think of all the way with Stephanie Kay from DeGrazia Junior High. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Good, good Canadian pop culture reference.
0: Excellent work, Cam. Check us
1: out on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook, all of which carry the Holy Puck Podcast handle. And also, you can hit our website, which is holypuckpodcast.com.
0: We're actually throwing up opinion pieces, all sorts of things. Our trade tracker is there if you even care about that the stuff. The trade
1: tracker is good. Cam w- updated it
0: mercilessly and tirelessly yeah. for days.
1: Yeah, minute by minute, lots of blogs, lots of news items. The site's actually getting heaps of traffic. So thanks to those. Thanks to you, who's already going there.
0: Yeah, so kudos to you guys. Like, lots of dudes from the States and a couple of Canadian dudes are checking us out. Well done. Apparently, they like our opinion pieces and our witty banter. Yes, our banter, which is obviously the best that you can get in terms of your hockey needs. Correct. So get around us, get around you for listening, and that is episode 13, In the Bank. Peace!